I wish and I wish and I wish and I wish. <laughs> and now, it's time for Fat Guy Loves Cake. With your host, Joey Valentine. She said, do you love me? I said only partly. I only love my bed and my mom. I am sorry. I am Joey Valentine, and this is Fat Guy Loves Cake, the podcast. Welcome to another brand new episode. It's January the 9th, 2023. I hope you had a fabulous weekend. I know I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I hope everybody's new year starting off right. I have uh, stuck to my diet. I mean, I had uh, some IHOP over the weekend, but I've stuck to my diet. I said I was going to do it, and I have done it. I really did. I lost six fucking pounds in four days. That is how wicked strong my metabolism is. All I did was I ate rice, chicken, bananas, some dried apricots, and some lady pink apples, Mm -mm -mm, the yummiest apples in the world, and I lost six fucking pounds after I got a good night of sleep. So suck it, fatties. I am officially less fat, and I'm going to keep it going, man. I'm very, very proud of myself. I just wanted to mention that to you guys. I have, I got in the mail today my Hulkamania, my yellow dope-ass Hulkamania shirt, which means that I have now officially completed the Hulk Hogan outfit. I've got the bandana. I've got the blonde mustache. I got the Hulkamania shirt. I got the stretch pants spandex that are red and yellow, and I've got the fucking Hulkamania shoes. Now I just got to sack up and walk myself into a public gym, uh, you know, otherwise known as my gym, Planet Fitness, and uh, see how long that lasts. You know, I, I know the rules. I'm not going to be wearing any spaghetti straps or anything like that, so I, I just don't know. I, I have a feeling they might be like, um, you, you can't come in here in costume, bro. Like, that's a clunk or dunk or whatever move, and <laughs> we don't want you in here. And I'll be like, you can't get the Hulk out, brother. Be like, I'm not Hulk. I'm a Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it's H O O G A N. I'm your Scottish brother. Hulk Hogan. Boy, <laughs> keep uh, stick to an American accent, Joe. <laughs> right, right. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. So, me and Gingelotta got to talking about Comic Con. And there used to be a Comic Con that came here. It was just a couple of years and then it faded out into my small, small town. And my neighbor Brian, back when he lived next door to me, he used to go all the time. He's a he's a portly man. He always dressed as Mario. He's one of those people that goes to San Diego every year, like multiple times a year. He's got the VIP backstage pass, whatever gets you into like every fucking table reading and all that. I have never been to Comic-Con, not a real one. The one I went to would have like one famous person. Like, I don't remember who it had the first year, but I remember the second year it had Ernie Hudson, which to me is a major fucking star. You're talking about Ernie fucking Hudson, man. This guy was a ghostbuster and cool, cool fucking guy. So I got to meet him and and everybody. There was a good crowd, man. You know, I mean, you got to think like you put a Comic-Con on just about anywhere and the nerds are going to just come out of the walls like roaches. And I, I'm surprised it didn't hang on. But uh, we were talking about, you know, like, I don't think that I could actually handle a real Comic-Con, you know, where there's like 10,000 people jammed into an auditorium or whatever convention center, because I can't deal with being like belittled by nerds. See, nerds, like (laughs) when you're on their ground, when you're in their turf, their territory, they get real lippy, like they forget that they can get punched. And 
yes, I'm a nerd, but I'm also a big guy. So uh, when some pimple-faced fucking skinny cat, you know, is standing around, and like if I walked in and I dressed up, I'm like, I'm not going to spend a thousand dollars on a stormtrooper costume. You know, I'm going to go in there with like, <laughs> I'm going to go in there with like pool noodles duct taped or electrical taped to my arms. And just make this ghetto costume to dress up for the fun of it. I want it to look ghetto. I, I, I don't spend that kind of money on a costume. You know, but then I'm going to have this one guy, you know, that guy. I went to school with a few of these guys. And their fucking mouths always would, you know, like, like as smart as these motherfuckers were. Some part of their brain didn't say, don't, don't say that. And I could just imagine me walking in there and some nerd being like, oh, well, look at this guy. Uh, nice costume, bro. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I didn't really like try that hard on. I'm just here to have fun. And he'd be like, well, obviously you didn't try that hard because you would know that that costume looks more like Battlestar Galactica than Star Wars. So you shouldn't have even shown your face at the San Diego Comic Con because you look like a fool. I'd be like, okay, uh, that was unnecessary. But how about instead I smack the shit out of you for running your mouth to me at Comic Con? And he's like, <laughs> turns to his friends, you know, like over his shoulder. He obviously doesn't know that I'm a uh, seventh level magic user with a. Oh! No! My pocket protector! <laughs> Did you guys ever see Jay and Silent Bob strike back? Not this new turd that they put out that was a sequel. You know, I followed Kevin Smith's movies since the beginning, like back when my humor was really immature and I could really laugh at those movies. Clerks came out. It was pretty good. Mallrats came out. I thought it was like this shit. And it introduced us to a bunch of people like Jason Lee proved that you could be attractive, talented, tough, and be a complete fucking dork. Like you didn't have to be a loser in order to like comic books. And one of his best lines is, you know, he says, you think just because a guy reads comics, you can't start some shit. Well, in Jay and silent Bob strike back. The plot of this movie is that Hollywood is making a movie about Jay and silent Bob, except their comic book counterparts, blunt man and chronic. Well, they're not cool with that because they're not getting paid for it. So the whole movie is them on a mission to Hollywood to stop this movie from being made. But they don't even understand basic things like what the internet is. They have to have Ben Affleck explain it to them. You know, Jay says, what the fuck is the internet? And he explains to them, oh, well, all these people are talking shit about your movie. So halfway through the trip to Hollywood, they stop at a movies. That's this fictitious uh, burger restaurant that's within the, uh, the view askew universe. And he goes over to this cow with the free internet, this big plastic cow with a, with a computer on it. And they start reading all this stuff. And then Jay... He tells Silent Bob, okay, I want you to type this in. All you motherfuckers are going to pay. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're going to fuck your mothers while you watch and cry like little whiny bitches. Once we get to Hollywood and find those Miramax fucks who was making the movie, we're going to make them eat our shit, then shit out our shit, and then eat their shit that's made up of our shit that we made them eat. And then all you motherfuckers are next. Love, Jay and Silent Bob. And see, the great thing about that is that it's exactly how I would react to something like that happening to me. You know, he, he doesn't care about the money. He doesn't care about anything. He cares that people are talking shit about him on the Internet. And in the end of the movie, they take the money that they make from Blunt Man and Chronic, and they use it to buy plane tickets to go to every single person's house who posted something negative about them on the Internet. They've got this 
huge stack of printer paper. And they're literally going down the list, ringing doorbells. When some nerd with a Cheeto neck beard answers the door, he says, are you whatever his username is? Are you so-and-so? And he goes, yeah. And then they fucking beat his ass. And that is awesome because that is so what I would do. And that's the kind of thing. Like, that's why I don't think even sober now, not to say that I ever like fought more because I was drunk, but I definitely was uh, a little, <laughs> I didn't think about my consequences so much. And if I was in a big group of nerds and they were standing there making fun of me and I was like, you know, the tables had turned, not that I was ever someone who picked on nerds ever, 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 ever in high school, man, I was the guy that rolled with every crowd, you know, and I, it always pissed me off that nerds got picked on, man. They, these were guys who cared about their scholastics. They were never going to get laid. They looked like the guys from Revenge of the Nerds. They had pocket protectors. They had fucking, you know, they carried around. It's amazing. Nobody got stabbed with a compass. And, you know, they always button their shirts up all the way. And this one kid, I remember, I was like, what kind of music do you listen to? And he's like, oh, I listen to classical. And I was like, oh, like classic rock. He's like, no, like classical. I was like, dude, you are 12 years old. So if I was, and I say tables turned because even though I'm not one of those angry jocks from back in the day, if I walked into Comic-Con, I would know that I'm probably the coolest person there. I've been laid more than 99% of the men there. And if if a group of them like ganged up on me, I don't think I could deal with it. <laughs> they fucking they start all bragging on me, and then all of a sudden, like a group of 20 people's laughing at me, and I'd be like, Oh, you think that's fucking funny? I'd walk over to one of them and grab something they'd bought. Like they got this first edition Luke Skywalker thing. And I like opened the package. They're like, oh, it's worth nothing now. You took away the value of my key by taking it out of the package. Do some serious butt stuff with lightsabers and uh, or not. No, I probably shouldn't do that. Now, I'm sure Comic-Con's badass, man. I'm a big, big fan of Seth MacFarlane because the man is so talented. He's hit or miss with me a lot of times, but when he's on, man, and the dude can do so many fucking voices. I had no idea for the longest time that he was doing as many of the voices as he was on Family Guy. I knew he was doing a good portion of them, you know, the obvious ones, like the main characters, Stewie, Peter, Brian, you know, but to be doing Quagmire as well, no fucking idea. I had to actually watch a video of him doing it to believe that he was doing it. The guy's wicked talented. And uh, I've been working on my voices a lot lately, and I'm getting better. But, man, that shit takes practice. I would love to go to a Comic-Con, and I would actually love to nerd out. So, anyway, Comic-Con, uh, I don't know, man. You know, like, those guys, they sell out so fucking fast. Like, there's a thousand nerds with their fingers on the button ready for when the tickets go on sale and they all start going refresh 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 fucking sells out in like 15 seconds and you know there's going to be scalpers i can't imagine the tickets are like what a thousand dollars to go when you're buying them from the actual salespeople. what's a scalper gonna charge me i mean i bet those things go for more than super bowl tickets Coming this summer to the Cleveland Center for Performing Arts. It's the Those Guys Festival featuring all the people you know from Hollywood, but don't know their names. You'll see sort of famous people such as Rob Schneider, Kato Kalen, the midget from Willy Wonka who played all the other midgets, the black Ghostbuster, and as a very special guest, 
Joey Valentine from the podcast Fat Guy Loves Cake. Tickets on sale in June. Uh, did anyone have any questions? I heard there was going to be cake. Uh, actually, that's Fat Guy Loves Cake. It's a podcast. Interesting fact about today, uh, not the 9th, but the 8th, because it is still technically the 8th for me. Uh, these people had birthdays on January the 8th. Elvis Presley, David Bowie, and Stephen Hawking all share the birth date of January the 8th. And you know who else? Everyone's favorite Korean dictator, Kim Jong-un. And everyone's favorite P-boy, R. Kelly. That is a weird fucking mix of people to all be born on the same day. Two of the greatest musicians to ever live. One of the greatest minds to ever live. One of the greatest fake minds to ever live. And a man who loves to urinate on people. Fucking R. Kelly, man. Oh, see, my man, R. Kelly, what's going on there? Why are you pissing on me? (laughs) I think it's time to bring back the mutant-type movies, you know, where the world is completely destroyed except for a few stragglers, and there's mutants everywhere. You know, like The Hills Have Eyes, or uh, like with that movie where the Halley's Comet fucking came down and destroyed everybody except the ones that were in lead buildings. Uh, like The Night of the Comet, I think it was called. Oh my God, that movie came out when I was like two years old. Man, nobody's doing a movie like that anymore. You, you know how movies come in waves? Like every time there's a disaster movie, in like 2012, and uh, like all kinds of volcano movies came out at the same time, and all kinds of end of the world movies, and all kinds of comets crashing into the earth movies. But man, we need a good fucking like road warrior mad max series of movies not just mad max mad max can't do it all on their own we need end of the world shit we need water world i don't care what you say water world was badass i love that movie i would like to call on anyone who wants to make a movie this is gonna be the easiest cheapest movie to make it doesn't even have to be good all you need is a desolate area where you won't see any cars and you won't see any other people and then you can do a whole show. The Walking Dead did it. Jesus Christ, how many hours of my life did I give up to The Walking Dead when all they did was just sit around a cabin and fucking talk? That show should have been called People Arguing and Sometimes Zombies. But I want to do a fucking mutant end of the world movie. And I even have the song written and recorded just for you guys. I wasn't planning on making this too long of a show, so I guess I am going to wrap it up. But think about it. If you feel like acting, making a Fat Guy Loves Cake Productions uh, type of movie with me, yeah, just remember, this song that I'm going to play you out with will be in the soundtrack. It is so fucking 80s. It is dripping 80s. You are going to OD on eights and zeros, okay? (laughs) Oh, and just to let you guys know, I'm now a part of a thing called Nerds Media And it's a compilation of me and two other podcasts, which is Nerds Talking and Taco Tuesday. So all shows get posted there. You can go there if you're looking for something that, uh, you know, where all the shows are equal in um, value, as it were. Um, (laughs) uh, uh, Anyway. (laughs) I'm Lafayette sticking my tight little ass. I know your dick's been tingling waiting for your name to be said. Uh, Remember, please. 
You can catch me at FatGuyLovesCakeAtYahoo.com. Don't forget about the YouTube channel. Hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please be nice. Let's get some fucking 80s pumping through your veins. Learn together, 